These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The man dubbed the Cardiff Creep faced Toronto local court and was granted bail. 46-year-old Glenn Dabid Chester had his matter adjourned and was asked to pay $5,000 in his conditional bail. He was arrested after he allegedly approached six schoolgirls aged between 13 and 16 between August and November this year near the stormwater drain in 5th Street, Cardiff and also at Impala Street, Edgeworth, where it's alleged he exposed himself to them. We will soon see new commercial and residential development along the former heavy rail corridor after Newcastle City Council voted to rezone the area. Councillor John McKenzie was against the decision, arguing the corridor may come in handy in the future for transport needs, but Hunter Development Corporation CEO Michael Castle says they've done the research and the corridor won't be needed. Our government's been clear about the uh, corridor won't be needed for uh, public transport in the future. Uh, we're really confident in the plan that uh, we've put forward. Uh, we're excited that Might Rail will start in 2019. Meanwhile, Newcastle councillors have voted to give themselves a hefty pay rise. Labor councillors used their majority to vote in favour of the 16% wage rise. They'll now earn just over $30,000, while the Lord Mayor will pocket 125000 Another eight women have come forward accusing a Gateshead photographer of preying on them during modelling sessions. The Telegraph reports Alan Todd Cameron fronted Newcastle local court where a police brief of evidence revealed there were investigations underway into the fresh claims. The 54-year-old is charged with indecently and sexually assaulting three women during modelling sessions at his Gateshead studio. The only men to have ever been arrested over the murder of hunter woman Elizabeth Betty Dixon in the 1980s won't serve any more time behind bars. Elizabeth Betty Dixon was found stabbed to death in her car in Bushland at Ashton Field in 1982. Rodney Lawrence was sentenced to 18 months jail for his role as an accessory after the fact to the murder. However, he walks free after already serving 18 months jail time on remand. Elizabeth Betty Dixon's niece, Danielle Martin, told Reporters outside court, she is absolutely gutted. We've just done everything we can and there's nothing left we can do. So, I mean, it did a lot of things that were very, very wrong. It's waste got free. A former Port Stephens teacher who avoided a jail sentence despite having a sexual relationship with a student is being accused of offering the girl hush money. It's reported the man, known as PJ, allegedly tried to pay the 17-year-old a sum of cash in a bid to get her to keep quiet about the affair and not give evidence at his trial. The former teacher managed to have the charges dropped thanks to a legal loophole. However, he's still facing one count of perverting the course of justice. The Rural Fire Service took advantage of a cool change to strengthen containment lines around a massive fire at Lovedale. The fire broke out during Thursday's extreme heat and has since torn through more than 260 hectares, but there were no reports of damage or injury. Inspector Ben Shepherd says it's not clear at this stage if the fire was deliberately lit. There is an investigation underway. We haven't got any particular view whether it has been deliberately lit or not. But fire investigators will be out on that that fire ground just to try and determine the the, the cause and the origin, and that may take them a little while. Uh, And they'll work to do that over the coming days.
And fire gutted a recycling centre at Mayfield West. The fire broke out in the warehouse at the Benedict Recycling Centre in the Steel River Industrial Estate on Thursday night. 60 firefighters from across the Hunter and even the Central Coast managed to contain the blaze using a blanket of foam. However, they had to break apart large piles of material to get to the seat of the fire. Superintendent Paul Johnson from Fire and Rescue New South Wales says thick, acrid smoke blanketed neighbouring suburbs. The factory itself was fully involved in fire. Uh, there was no threat of spread to you know, any other neighbouring um, properties or buildings. However, there was some smoke over neighbouring um, suburbs. And, and through police, we, we got the message out to those neighbouring suburbs that residents should stay indoors just as a precaution from the smoke. Police set up a crime scene at the facility as investigations into the cause of the fire continue. And in sports news this week, the Jets overcame poor performance to steal a 2-1 victory over Perth last Saturday. The win was the Jets' sixth of the season and leaves them five points behind first place Sydney. Coach Ernie Merrick says he's pleased with his side's start to the season. We never look shaky. We're second top of the league. We've only lost two games out of ten. It's the best performance of Newcastle's ever had. You can't ever Day we look shaky. You just got to keep picking up points, three points most of the time, one point occasionally, and you're always going to lose games. And as I say, playing over here to walk away with three points is a very good result for us, but it was a very, very poor performance. Belmont kept their semi-final hopes alive after downing Waratah Mayfield by six wickets. Jesse Major scored an unbeaten 176, not out for the victors, having successfully chased down Waratah's total of 293. And Lakes United have signed former NRL forward Joel Edwards for the upcoming season.